touch. Uh, we are so highly educated. Uh, I'm still body line trying to down education now. But we get so educated until we educate ourselves out of the Bible. And we, we seem to want to know more about it than God knows himself about it. And in doing that, then we, we fail to find the simplicity of faith and it won't act. And so I have said that it is tomorrow night if the Lord is willing. I noticed uh, Neil and Jean, I don't think they ever had the right to help in the meetings, but to get him out of the prayer part and Billy was telling me, Billy Jr., that uh, uh, people were saying, I believe that I haven't been prayed for. Now, you are prayed for each night. Every night you're prayed for. And the, the mass is wrong. And I have found out too, and while we're just, uh, just home folks, as we call it down in town. Is your sister here on the boat at me? Home folks. The minister told me today the lax is on the outside of the door. I said, what part of Kentucky are you from? So that was a real Kentuckian slogan. The lax is on the outside of the door. So I was uh, amazed to hear that way up here. But you find it everywhere. But uh, I was thinking that what has happened, and I wish you to pray for me in, in this respect, I feel that while I'm in America, in the United States, or that I just have these meetings like this, and I have been across the nation, back and forth, everywhere, ten years under every criticism that has been standing there, Still, she moves on because it's God and it will. And when I meet you at the judgment seat of Christ, it'll be the same testimony and going on. The Holy Spirit's gift that has been given to us has stood the test through the years, and it's God who gives the gift, and that's why it's thankful to and can't fail. But now, the American people are taught something. They want to be Jews. I don't know why they can't They want to have hands laid on Because you've been taught that. You've been taught that is. And that's it. It's your faith. It's according to your faith, said the Lord Jesus. Be it unto you. And I have been thinking much of this. How many have ever read the visitation of this angel last night? Have you read it in the book and heard it? Many have you heard it in that? When he came to me, he didn't uh, tell me to do the things that I'm doing. He told me that I had received a, a gift of divine healing. And I was to be sincere when I prayed for the sick. Now, a gift of healing doesn't mean 
means that he gives you power to heal someone. It means that he gives you faith for their healing. And together, the reason a person that's being prayed for has to also have that faith, or it would never work. Never would the individual get your own personal faith in a finished work. But now, I noticed that I was uneducated with just a seventh grade education and was raised in a poor family, and I, I could not go and take this commission. But he said it was sort of start a worldwide revival, and the minister in the Baptist Church, Dr. Roy Davis, who are the told me I need something and I had a nightmare. And he kind of made light of it. But he's preaching divine healing today. But, however, he said, Billy, you better sit over the phone. I think you need a rest. I said, Dr. Davis, I don't appreciate that. If that's the way it is, then you can just write my name off because I'm going to listen to God. But in the face of all of it, it has. That's right. It's done. And revival flowers are burning on every hill here. Great signs and wonders throughout the nations everywhere. Healing campaigns going everywhere. Now, I feel that I have tried to project a divine, prophetic gift and to build the faith of the people and instead of using what part of gift is healing by laying hands on people. Now, gift is healing is being by laying hands. But now a prophetic gift, and he told me that was given me that is that would make the people believe. In other words, here, that's him speaking that thing that I told him. But if you don't have that discernment to the people, they feel that they have been prayed for. So I am, if God is willing, I'm trying to change this background in America. And have any service that preaches the sickness and the and the disease and the and then come have a prayer line and pray for the people. He said, if you'll be sincere when you pray, get the people you believe in, nothing will stand before the prayer. Now that's it. Tomorrow night, if the Lord believes, we're going to have the emergency night. And that is all those who want to be prayed for. Just come up in the prayer line to be prayed for. You get your prayer card tomorrow from the boy in the city or when you get out the prayer card. The emergency night. Just come down and pray for the sick. I want to see what the Lord does tomorrow night. And Sunday night, back to the same, until we get to the place of the Lord willing, I wish to have a great big tent one of these days for the American people to set up in old Calvary for a few weeks, six or eight weeks at a time. Or then if the people, you just get acquainted with it, and then you got to leave, you see. And then you're coming to the enemy along. Right? And if you're sitting right there so they can come right to you, then it'll be different. So pray for us. And we want you to pray for us tomorrow night. It'll be an emergency night. Instead of having an emergency room, we'll have an emergency night. That's tomorrow night. Now, let us bow our heads before we open the word. Our kind is loving Father, tonight it's with the grateful heart that we approach thee in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we ask that your great power will come upon us tonight and will touch us in the heart that we will be great at our hearts by the 
that in the witness of these three, the Bible says, in the mouth of three witnesses, let every word be established. And God was seeking to do something on this occasion that needed three witnesses or uh, an established family. And oh, how he loved to establish his word. Now, there could be many angles, and I know that many fine scholars here tonight would be more capable of this, this, this God now than I. But to really, God thought doesn't do anything just to be, as we would call it in a street expression, get around. God speaks specifically and every word about an eternal meaning. You get Every word that was given out of the mouth of God. And may I say this to the weakest of saints here tonight, that it might help you. When Jesus was on earth, he was at all odds with God, yet bodily dwelt in him. He was God, tabernacled in flesh in the sun. Jesus was just not a prophet. He was God. A lady said to me some time ago, she said, Mr. Brown, I love to hear you speak. And I'll say to the Reverend, and if there's any often there, I don't mean to speak against any person religious. It's not in my heart to do that. But the lady was a Christian science. And she said the only thing is you put too much stress and deity on Jesus Christ. And she said, You make him immortal divine. I said, he was divine. And she said, if you mean fundamental, you say it in your meeting, and you will accept the Bible, what it says, that he wasn't divine? I said, yes, ma'am. If the Bible says he wasn't divine, then I believe the Bible. But I want you to give me the words and the chapter. He said, I can praise that. I said, let's be here. And she said, on his road to resurrect Lazarus, the Bible says in St. John the Letter Standard that he wept. And that being weeping, he could not be divine, he had to be human. Oh, I said, ladies, your argument is Oh, my God. 
But when we take it by our biscuits and two little pieces and say five thousand, that was more than a man. He was a man. As you pray for the sick, as the Bible says, virtuality, he got weak, tired. And he was laying on the back of the ship. So tired and weary, so the station of the waves did not bother him. Perhaps ten thousand boys of the sea swore their drowning that night. When he was laying asleep, he was a man when he was asleep. But when he stood and put his foot on the grave of the boat, looked up and said, Peace, peace, death, and the winds and the waves obey. That was more than a man. Man who read 
Somebody that the father had 
the tutor, the razor, they were to the father, and that at a certain time. Teacher, I'm speaking of the placing of a child. You understand what I mean? All right, speaking. We put predestinated until the adoption of the Son to Jesus Christ. All right. Notice, then the Son, if he was a good boy, and was very up and at it with the Father's business, one day the Father taking that Son out into a public place and robed him in a beautiful garment and set him up before the public and had a ceremony. And he adopted his own child into his family. And everyone, he positioned, placed his son. From then on, his name was just as good on the deck as his father's was. It was the placing of a son. And God, back in the Old Testament, in the shadow of the new to come, did the same thing by his son. He gave three witnesses and took it up on the mount which is called Mount Transfiguration. And there appeared unto them first Moses and Elijah. First Moses and Elijah. Now, Peter got all excited. And he said, Lord, it's really good to be here. So I'll tell you what let's do. Let's just build three tabernacles here. And we don't have one for those who keep the law. That's what we got inside of that. Those who want to keep the Sabbath and the new movies and not eat meat and so forth, we'll make a tabernacle for them. And then we'll make a tabernacle for those who believe in the prophets and the Old Testament, and we'll make one for them. And then we'll make another one for those who want to come serve you. Peter said, I think that would be good. But Jesus was transfigured before them. God placed his and he smote him with the fire that glistened like the sun shining in its face. And a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. Moses is gone. The Lord is gone. But this is my son. Hear ye him. That ought to say it. God placing his own son. So the law has finished. And all the old testament is in there. And there's one left that Christ. And God someday, if the people who are born again of the Spirit of God and the two who raise message to Father, one day is called to and visited by God and positionally placed into the body of Christ as a teacher, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor, whatever he has been obedient 
honor God and the wolf call. Then down to my left across towards uh, another mountain, I heard the a big male elk bugle. In the storm, he had lost from the other and waved down farther on the mountainside to her answer. Then something began to move. I said, oh, it's good to be here. I looked around, and the sun, there's the evergreen throws from the rain, and the sun shining against the bare rainbow. And I said, oh, God, you live in the mountains. The rainbow represents the covenant. You have to look upon in Revelation 1, the rainbow as Jasper and Sarasone. Benjamin and Reuben, the first and the last, he that was, which is, and shall come, Reuben, all spread his days, the morning star. And as I looked at that, my emotions become to a place where I could not hold them any longer. I screamed to the top of my voice. I had to give this. And I suppose if someone would have been in the work that thought they were the maniac there, or someone from the insane institution around and around the tree high went screaming to the top of my voice. Well, I was feeling that way. I was worshiping God. And as I was worshiping the Lord around and around the tree, all of a sudden a little tide were. Oh, the noisiest thing you ever heard. He jumped up on a stump and he looked up towards me and began tank, 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 tank. I thought, did I excite you, little son? Well, I thought, you ought to worship God with me. You are a creature of God. Why don't you worship with me? I thought, oh, don't we love him? Around the tree on the tree. Take care. I was worshiping God. Oh, my cup was running over. Not to make a mark, not to be seen, not to give any vent to my feelings, as David danced before the ark of the law. And as I looked into the pastor, I thought it was Mark and And he's a policeman of the woods And I noticed down under the blowdown, the great storm had, had forced the big eagle down in that blowdown. And that's why he was barking at, not the noise I was making. But the eagle was in his pine cones there. And up on the limb jumped a great, big, graceful bird called the eagle. I stopped and I thought, well, I know you're in that wolf call and the elk call, you're in the sunset, you're in the rainbow, you're just everywhere. But what about this? What kind of scene is this? So I watched him a little while. And I said, well, wonder why God wants me to look at that. And all of a sudden, I noticed the big eagle wasn't a scam. God don't want cowards. God wants man to break. He can't use a coward that will run down and pray to testify your duty or tell your neighbor, your boss, what God has done for you or give praise to Christ. Shame to speak up in that hour when the trial comes and you're afraid to say that you're a Christian. God can't use you. I doubt that they will even be able to do such as that. That's right. You are not much 
good for anything then. But this eagle, I know he's being brave. And I thought I'd try out his bravery. And I said, Hell, those great big gray eyes looking at me in that time for it. And I said, Do you know I could shoot you? Which I wouldn't, I'd not bring you. I said, do you know I can shoot you? He just kept moving his wings. And I said, I said, I grabbed my gun, like for the gun. Jumped. And he looked at it. And he kept moving his wings. Oh, I said, thank you, Father. I see what it is. You have provided that evil with two wings. And as long as he can feel that those wings are in condition, he knows he can beat you in the foot top of that bushy. He has confidence in his God-given protection. And if an evil can have confidence in his God-given protection, what ought the church to do with the Holy Spirit? Your God-given protection and tutor. When sickness strikes or when trouble strikes, I looked at him. He knew I was admiring And he knew he could be in the top of that bush before I could get that right one and be out of the way. So he knew his judgment was right. And as long as he could be all clean, working all right, everything was okay. Now, as long as a Christian can feel and know that your experience in your life, and you can feel the Holy Spirit in your life, the devil can't trust you. You know where you stand. And everyone, he got tired of that little old chatter-chatter. So he just gave a great big bounce, made about two flops, and then I began weeping. As I noticed that big, graceful bird, that his wings, he never flopped anymore. He just knows how to maneuver those wings, those God-given gifts that he has. He just knows how to maneuver them in the air. And he went up, 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 until he becomes just a little spot. I went out the basket, Lord. Get so tired of this little chatter, 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 chatter. Somebody just got out of the hearing of it. I said, that's it. If the church only knew how to set their faith, their wings of faith in the rolling powers of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and the eyes of the Lord is Yes. <laughs> 
walked out, tramping, looking, and she spied the hunter. I said, oh, how, how, how can you do it for She was looking for that baby. Though she knew that that rifle would take her life in a few moments, it didn't bother her. There was something in her. Her nature. She was a mother. It made any difference whether she died or not. The baby was in trouble. She was looking down the rifle there. The baby in trouble. She seen the hunter and the gun raised. But where was the baby? She walked on into the opening. I said, oh, God, priest, oh, don't let him do it. How can he do that? There's not a screen. I noticed the gun didn't fire. Very quick shot. I looked back, and I just saw him with his gun, and the gun there was shaking. I looked at him. He turned around, and tears was rolling down his cheeks. He laid his gun down, he grabbed him on the legs, he said, Billy, I've had enough. I can't do it, Billy, pray for my sinful soul. What was it? He saw a display of real mother love that would walk in the face of death because the baby was in trouble. People, God is looking for men and women who has the love of God in their hearts, who can walk in the face of death itself and call those things which are not as though they were, because God said so. The love of God in their hearts. Let's pray. While our heads is bowed, and everyone praying for me. I feel constrained at this time to do something. I'm going to ask you a real sincere question. If you're not a Christian, or you have professed Christ, and you've never made a real stab, aren't you kind of ashamed of your confession? Though you've gone to the church for many years, but you really never have been born again. You've never, you've kind of listened to the creed of the church. You've never listened to the Holy Spirit wooing and teaching you to come to Christ. And you would like to step out tonight as a real hero and show your display of real gallant love for Christ. While your heads are bowed and the Christians are praying, I wonder if you just raise up your hand, not to me, the preacher, but to God, and say, God, tonight, in my heart, I now raise my hand. I want to be full of your love, that I can display your love to the world as an example of Christ. Take me tonight and fill me with the Holy Spirit. Forgive my sins and make me a new creature. Down on the bottom floor, would you put up your hand while every head down? God bless you. God bless you. You, 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 you. God bless you, young lady. Oh, and right. God bless you, lady. God bless you, sir. 
Someone else over to my left. Raise your hand and say, Pray for me, Brother Brandon. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. That's, it's a great thing. God bless you. That's right. God bless you. God bless you. Someone else on the bottom floor before we go into the back. Oh, Christ. God bless you, brother. May me, God bless you, Make May me to have such divine love for you, Lord, in my heart. That I can display your love. I can stand in the face of death. I can go anywhere, testify anywhere. I want you. God bless you, sister. God bless you. God bless you. Up in the balcony and now up anywhere in there would you raise your hand. God bless you over here to my left. God bless you here in the God bless you up there. Up there. God bless you. Yes, over here to the right. Anybody would say, God bless you. Come Someone else say, Brother Brandon, remember me tonight. God bless you back there, young God bless you, sir. God bless you, baby. God bless you, young lady, you little boy. Back there, young lady, yes. God bless you. I want you to remember me, Brother Brandon, right now. The Holy Spirit is beating in my heart and saying, Oh, I want you. God bless you, sir. I want you, says the Holy Spirit, I want you to make a stand for me tonight. I want you to step right out and display your, this feeling that I give you now. That you know you're feeling and feeling. The Holy Spirit's trying to bring you the love gift of God. And you want me to remember you. You want God to bring you in when you're ready to hand someone else in heaven. Fill me, O God, with your Holy Spirit. Seal me into your kingdom. God bless you. The man and woman there. Yes, the Lord bless you. God bless you, young lady, at the top of the mountain. I'm just watching God keep every hand in those every heart. God bless you. God bless you. You, you down there, yes. You here, God bless you, sir. Even some of this rubber out of speech turned right around weeping. Do you know that's what we need? You have to have a breaking up before you can have a remolding. The consequence of the potter's house. We don't need any theology now. We need love. Oh, love of God, how rich, how pure, how fabulous and strong. It shall forevermore endure saints and angels' song. After all, Things are gone. Love stands forever. Miracles, prophecies, teachings, so forth, wisdom and knowledge, tongues, interpretations, all fail to speak, but the love of God still endures. Saints and angels' song. God so loved the world. Did you so love God for loving you? God made you what you are and gave you the choice. If you want to live, you can accept it. I guess some 50 or 60 hands is one up in the village. Wants to be remembered in prayer at this time. Is there another just before closing? I feel kind of strange about it. I feel like there's someone else maybe that would raise your hand. You say, does that mean you never? Yes, God bless you, young God. All right. Now, if your head 
bowed and ordered to do what? Now look, what made you raise your hand? What did that? Jesus said, no man can come to me except my Father draw me first. And all that comes to me, I'll give them everlasting life and raise them up at the last day. I'm going to work with Jesus' work. I know we have customs. We, we have an altar here. We come to the altar, but we have no altar. Right where you're sitting is where God convicted you. Right where you're sitting is where God gave you the Christ. Right where you're sitting, you can receive the Holy Spirit. He's here now. Let's see what Jesus said. Thanks, John 5.24. Are you praying? Listen to his word. Jesus' word. He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath present him everlasting life and shall never come into the judgment but hath passed from death unto life. How simple, how sweet the Father has made it so simple for us. Not complicated, not educational programs, not creeds and catechisms to learn, but to know Him by love. The Father has made it so simple. He that heareth my word and believeth on Him that sent me hath present in eternal life. Is the Holy Spirit eternal life? Yes. And shall not come into judgment or condemnation, but hath, hath in, hath from death unto life. Now, Heavenly Father, somehow the great Holy Spirit is moving in our midst. All through the lower floors and the upper floors about him. Hands of men and women, some of them aged and some young, some of them middle-aged. And they are, have accepted you as their Savior and desiring to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be taught of Him, to lead a humble life, to have the fruit of the Spirit in their life and become salty in their walk and in their life so that the world will thirst that ye are the salt of the earth. And they want to be so seasoned with the Holy Spirit until men and women will say, oh, I'd like to be like he or she. I believe they're real Christians. They have the fruit of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, gentleness, meekness, patience, God granted just now. May the miracle of the greatest miracles be performed by as already been. They raised their hand and they could not have done it unless they were convinced, unless you had brought them. And they raised their hand to you that they wanted to take a stand tonight for you. And I pray that the great Holy Spirit who put their name on the book of life just then will root over them as he did at this, before they were even on the earth and brought them to this far and now has given them to the Father the Father has given to Christ. And I pray that you'll fill in the heart of the Holy Ghost 
and may the members of the church go back to their local churches, testifying and glorifying God. Grant it, Lord, may the Holy Ghost come upon them, and may there be an old-fashioned revival break out in this city here and surround about the wind sending the souls throughout the nations to Christ. Grant it, Father. Do this, Father. You said, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you receive it, and you shall have it. That's your promise to the believer. And tonight, as a believer, I will believe, O Jehovah God, that every soul that you let me see raise their hands to those who I did not see. I ask you, Lord, that you will take them and will nurture them and tutor them by the Holy Spirit and may I meet them in glory someday when life's journey is finished and the great atomic warfare is raging fixing to break forth at any time may they be caught up together with those who sleep in the dust of the earth and meet the Lord in the air and forever be with him grant it for we ask it in Christ's name Amen Isn't he wonderful? How clean you feel. The word, the washing of the water by the word, the water of separation. And we're washed by the water of the word and separates us from the things of the world to a consecrated life with Jesus. Oh, it's mostly almost 10 o'clock. I've been so long, but friends, I feel that this is more profitable than anything. Salvation is Did you give out prayer? I don't believe I'm going to use them. I just feel constrained not to. Jesus is here, and we don't need prayer cards. Prayer cards is only to keep people in line. But I believe if we have did that which was right in his sight. And I believe that the Bible teaches that he's a high priest that can be touched by the feeling of our infirmities. Does the Bible say that? And if he was sure tonight and you were asking to heal you, he would merely say to you and point you to his word, he has already redeemed you from sin and sickness. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chapter of our peace was up on him and with his stripes we were healed. It's a finished work he would point you to. But if the Bible says that he could be touched by the feeling of our infirmity, there was a woman once who had an infirmity and touched his garden. And she went off into the audience. And Jesus said that he got weak. The immortal Christ said he got weak. Wonder why he got weak. Strange went away from him. It's hard to understand. It cannot be explained. 
Did you ever know that poets and prophets are considered neurotic? Did you ever think, look at William Pepper, gave America's best hope songs, he's misunderstood. Every time he would go into inspiration and write a song, he'd get on a drum. Finally, as he came out under inspiration one time, he didn't know where he was that like, and he left the inspiration, he called his servant a couple of razors, and then suicide. I stood by the side, that was Stephen Foster, I think you're talking and William Pepper, I did stand by his grave in London, England, not long ago. And there, William Pepper gave the world a great song. He wrote that kind of song. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from a mangled vein. When sinners plunge beneath the blood, lose all their guilty stains. And when he come out, did you ever read the history of that? When he come out under that inspiration, he was carried away from when he began that song. So he got in a cab and tried to find the river to commit suicide. Consider it a right. Jonah, after having inspiration on him to preach to a city the size of St. Louis, and they remitted to the other sackcloth on their animals, then when the Spirit that him, he prayed for God to take his life. Elijah stood under his inspiration called fire out of heaven and called rain on the same day. And then when the inspiration left him, he was wandering in the wilderness for 40 days and nights, and God found him pulled back in a little cave. The angel on the pool of the water, the first man stepping in was faith, challenged that angel, the whole virtue of the angel left the water, and they had to wait for another season. A little woman touched the garment of the Lord Jesus, and the Emmanuel, the fullness of God in him, and he turned and said, Who touched me for I got weak? And you wonder. Now, if he is a high priest that can be touched by the feeling of our infirmity, now since he's being glorified, and if our infirmities have been paid for, how will we know whether we touch him? He has to be the same to go out into the audience and find the same. Is that right? We heard it. I believe tonight if you will be rare, real, rare, and will. Ask God, and we'll just pray, and let the Holy Spirit move into the audience so these young Christians that just accepted Christ can see that the Christ that they accepted is not a mythical or a bunch of creeds, it's a living God. Father God, in Jesus' name we commit this audience to thee. There's six people here, and I know that you are here, the great healer, that you've already purchased their healing. And now, Heavenly Father, as a confirmation of thy word, I pray that you will do something tonight, right here, just the way you did it before you were crucified. Like those who went to the Emmaus and on the road over there, they were talking with you, they didn't recognize it. But once when you got them inside, the door is closed. You did something just like you used to do it before your crucifixion, and they recognize that it was you. Do it again tonight, Father. Will you just look upon this audience and we surrender ourselves to thee? And look, faith has been born and I've taken up my time, but I pray that you will excuse the time and will receive the people into your kingdom and to your grace. And may I serve now the anointed for this service that's coming on, and may everyone here be anointed. And may we see the working of the hand of the living God 
who is in our midst. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I say this to respect. Look at this way. How many people in here are sick? I don't want to stare or I want them to die there or to raise your hand. Sick won't start to give you. Anyone dying beyond your word that is reaching. You're all totally strangers. Jesus, when he stood and looked at the audience, he how many was never in one of my meetings this year? Just the Dr. David, you explained before I come into the working. You understand how it's been explained? How that I, my contentions are that Jesus Christ has raised the dead. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. When he looked upon the audience and found the little woman, when the Samuel come, he know him, said who he was, called Peter, who he told him he did his name and all of all my. Just and he said, I don't do nothing until the Father shows me first. St. John 5, 19. How many know that's true? The Son can do nothing in himself until he sees the Father do it. He perceives the thought he done all of that he was God. He's raised to the dead. Now look at this place, get the sacrifice, and pray. And say, my, it doesn't make a difference I touch you, or you touch me, that has nothing to do with it. You touch him. I'm not the high priest. He is the high priest. That can be touched by the feeling of our infirmity. How many know that the word God? Now, you look to Him. Now, what are we branches? What's He? Vine. Does the vine bear fruit? No, the branches bear fruit. Then our hands are His hands. Our eyes are His eyes. We are to surrender our all. And if Jesus Christ will come now visibly and works outside of Satan, what he's just done, will come and will speak and do just as he did before his crucifixion. Would you believe he's raised to be here? Would you accept that everyone, uh, all of you in the audience with one accord, bless your heart? This is an awful challenge. But what is it? Someone said to me one time, Brother Brandon, aren't you afraid? No, sir. This is the eagle. I feel to know the Holy Spirit here, know that He called me to do this. I have not one fear. It's His work, not mine. I have nothing to do with it. It's your faith touching God. You are the breakfast this morning as I explained that. The woman used God's gift. God used His own gift in the resurrection of Lazarus and others. But when the woman left it, she used God's gift. And this is the place you're using the Holy Spirit, God's gift. And we're set in it vines or its branches. Now look and believe. And maybe God has, who someday will stand in his presence, may he give to me his humble service. This that I have now for his Lord. In Jesus' name. The piano playing, I just believe on the Lord and be, don't be looking to look at him. Be praying, saying, Lord, be merciful to me.
Now, anyone knows it's read a book and so forth and knows me. I'm just a man. Don't know a person who's here at all as I look over the audience. I met this Methodist preacher sitting here this morning. Now, I believe this is Mr. Smith sitting right here to record. I know those sitting there. I know none of the rest of you. But there's someone here who knows you. And that's the high priest Christ. The same prayer. I watch the Holy Spirit, Christ, is here. When he said, The words that I do should you also live while in the world, that's the unbeliever, will see me no more. Yet ye shall see me. Did he say that? I, personal pronoun, will be with you, even in the end, to the end of our world. Showing himself. The Bible said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What did Paul see after his resurrection? What did he look like? A light on his road to Damascus. He said, I came from God. Who was he? The pillar of fire, the blessed children of Israel. That is the ark of discovery. Anyone knows that is Christ. And then he said, I come from God, the Logan, and I go back to God. And when Paul seen him, he was the Logan. That's what he is tonight. How many of you have seen the picture of him? Have they taken scientifically using techniques? Got a thing in Washington, D.C., for the FBI examination. And that proves both to the church and to the world. I've told the truth. Christ is alive. And he's proven. If I die this night, and this is my last message, my words are true. The church knows it. Millions I preach that get directly direct over 10 million people around the world. They know it. And science knows it because they took a camera and sat around in America and one in Germany and took a picture of it. That's life. It's in the book here. Not a very good one. It's not mine. It's copyrighted. The American Photographer Association used to take it on. I buy it. I usually have them in the sell. Just watch the idea of the bar. I don't take money. Don't, I don't need money. Your little love gifts people give me once in a while I live by that's all I need. See you better. Keep praying. I can only say what I see. I wish that my audience, I hope you do not judge me wrong as a servant of God and your brethren. Christ, the Holy Spirit, is here. He is present now. And is what is it? I'm misdealing myself. And you just see yourself. And God can use us when we get ourselves out of the way if we're gifted for certain things. Like a minister preaching. I'm not a preacher. I can't preach. I'm uneducated. But I, my gift is to yield to the Holy Spirit. Here it is. And in Christ's name, I take every spirit under here under my control. For the glory of God.
I only wish you could see what I'm looking at. There is the light going over a man. He's praying. The man is saying, Lord, let it be me. He's wearing a blue and red tie. Sitting right here. You. You believe he could be his servant? If God will tell me what you're wanting from God, will you expect it? You will. You have a prayer card? You don't. You got a kidney trouble, but you want Christ to heal. If that's right, wave your hand back for my Receive it then. In Jesus' Have faith in God. No doubt. Believe with all your heart. You believe now he's raised the dead? Aren't you happy you received him a few moments ago? There's no other religion in the world can prove their founder they're all dead and in the grave of Christ rose. Christianity can prove right here that he's a living. When anybody says Mohammed and the Buddha says, let me see you produce what he said, bring him to me. Something's happened, hasn't sir? What did you touch? Not me. You hear what he said? How did I know what he was praying about? God bless you. Have faith in God. Pray don't down. Isn't this wonderful? I just be real ever. Don't move around. He works. He will come again. It just look like you all I have to know and you can't explain God. Here it is. It's a little lady sitting to my right. She's wearing a white hat. She's praying, Lord, let me She's sitting right here at the side of a woman that's crippled. On the end of the road. Do you believe, lady, that you've made a contact with God? Do you believe you can be his servant? If God will tell me what you're praying for, will you believe the same Christ who could tell the woman at the well for her trouble was? You would believe it? You're wanting Christ to deliver you from an asthmatic condition. That's why I raise up your hand. There seems to be a man associated there somewhere. Oh, is the lady sitting next to you? It's a woman afraid. It's not for herself. The little lady with the sweater. She's praying for someone else. That's the man, isn't he? He's not here, either. 
your father. He has arthritis. Raise up your hand if that's witness the truth. You have a prayer card, lady? You don't? Maybe you go home and find your father as you have believed. Someone here just really great. There you stand. Oh, if you could just see this light moving and over. There he is, it's the little lady. Way back here, towards the back. She's putting her handkerchief up to her eyes. She's got a little white hat on, a little thing on her shoulder. She's suffering with a nervous condition. And she's been in and out of the hospital. She's had operations. That's right, isn't lady? Stand up this minute, lady. This is lady right here. Yeah. Others are praying in front of me. I've never seen you, lady. We're total strangers, one another. Is that right? You believe me to be his servant? You believe that he died and rose again, and he's come back in the form of the Holy Spirit and performing the same works, and you touch something out of you were praying that I would call him. Isn't that right? And now just a moment I can catch the vision again. Yes, I see you all upset about something. And I see, yes, it's operation. And operation is making her. That's right, isn't it? And you're not from this city. Neither are you from this state. You're from Michigan. Right. And you're praying for someone else. And that I see you as years have passed back down your life. And you're holding a little baby in your arms and the baby is blind. It was born blind. You've become a Christian. You pray for the baby. The baby has received its sight. And now it's quite a lad, and it's going blind again. And you're wanting Christ to heal that baby. And you might know that I'll be God's prophet. The baby looks very pale, the child does. It's real white-headed. Pete kind of got an albino child. That is true. And you're name is Alan. Son is your last name. That's right, isn't it? Take that handkerchief that you wipe your tears with and place it on the child. Go down and receive what you ask for in Christ. Are you aware the Holy Spirit is near? Just be aware. It seems to be like the lady sitting next to her uh, life is moving over the woman. She's got her handkerchief up to her mouth. Stand up, woman, lady. 
Simon Dixon, you were praying yourself. You believe me to be his servant? You believe that the Spirit is on you now? Isn't that a wonderful thing? Love, meekness, patience, the Holy Spirit. Yes, you are praying for a condition that's in your body called a hurting. That's right, isn't it? And I see a man appear by him. And it's dark around the man. It's your husband. He's unsaved. And you're praying for his salvation. That's thus saith the law. Take the handkerchief you have in your hand. Slip it under his pillow. Don't doubt, but believe. You may be seated. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thou art the great time. We pray that you will be merciful to many here tonight. Let them know that it's you, the great Father of our spirit.
answered for the Lord Jesus. Now are you satisfied with not little telepathy? Are you satisfied with the Lord Jesus? I trust that someone in the balcony may God help us there. It's over the lady sitting right straight in front of me with a black dress on. She has a garter. That's right, lady. You're not from this city. You believe he could be God's son? If the Holy Spirit will tell me where you're from or something about you, would you believe him? Will all the balcony believe? While I have contact with the lady through the Holy Spirit? You were praying, wasn't you, lady? And here's another thing you might know. You prayed for this before you left home. You're from another city. Near Dayton, something like that. It's a smaller place. It's called My Miamiburg. That is right. Do you believe now? Then go home and be healed. Are you believing everyone? Do you believe in presentation? He's on He's on the present. He's all around everywhere. Believe on you now and be healed. I want you to do something for me. There it is again. Our kind of Heavenly Father, oh, to know your presence is here now, how you are proving that you have raised from the dead, and that the Bible is God's infallible word. You're the high priest that can be touched by the feet of our infirmity. And we're so thankful for it. And you had to make a way to prove that scripture. And tonight it has been fulfilled for Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Oh God, how we love you. How we worship you. You are in our midst. The shout of the king is here. The great Jehovah who marches on and time does not bother him. He marches on through eternity. Eternity through eternity. The everlasting I am. The creator of heaven and earth. The author of every good gift. And uh, whatever that is good in all heavens and earth belongs to you. Oh God, be good to these people tonight and cast away the unbelief that's in the midst of the people and all the superstitions that the Holy Spirit might with one 